Hi, this is Professor of Photography Jeff Curto, and welcome to episode number three of the History of Photography podcast. People, flung wide and far, born into toil, struggle, blood, and dreams, among lovers, eaters, drinkers, workers, loafers, fighters, players, gamblers. Here are ironworkers, bridgemen, musicians, sandhogs, miners, builders of huts and skyscrapers, jungle hunters, landlords and the landless, the loved and the unloved, the lonely and the abandoned, the brutal and the compassionate, one big family hugging close to the ball of earth for its life and being. Those words by Carl Sandburg, in more than 500 images, are what greeted visitors to the Museum of Modern Art, or MoMA, in New York City when the exhibition The Family of Man opened in January of 1955, 60 years ago this month. Taking up the entire second floor of MoMA, it was an ambitious photographic exhibition that was intended to show its viewers that people are fundamentally the same the world around. The design of the exhibition was unusual. Building on ideas from a couple of previous photographic exhibitions at MoMA, pictures were hung high and low on walls, hung from the ceiling, placed on the ceiling, placed near the floor, some very, very large and others quite small. The Family of Man became the most popular photographic exhibition in the history of photography. The ex exhibition later traveled in several versions to 37 different countries, 69 exhibition venues in all. More than 9 million people viewed the exhibit, including post people in post-war Tokyo, Hiroshima, and Moscow. The exhibition was organized by Edward Steichen. Steichen will be no stranger to longtime listeners to the History of Photography podcast. He was an early member of the Photo Secession, and he had several careers in photography, including becoming the director of the Department of Photography at the Museum of Modern Art in New York in 1947. We see him here in a great portrait of him, and then also uh, a picture of him working on a small model of the exhibition that he was uh, putting together. Steichen wrote, we are seeking photographs covering the gamut of human relations, particularly the hard-to-find photographs of the everydayness of the relationships of man to himself, to his family, to the community, and to the world we live in. The exhibit was turned into a book of the same name containing an introduction by Carl Sandburg, uh, and Sandburg's words were also in the exhibition hall itself. Uh, and oddly, Sandburg, Carl Sandburg, was Steichen's brother-in-law. The book, The Family of Man, has sold more than four million copies, making it the best-selling book of photography in the history of the medium. Steichen and his assistant, Wayne Miller, received over two million photographs that were submitted to them. Those two million pictures were edited down into about 10,000 possibilities. And then the final ex exhibition of 508 photographs uh, ended up having submissions from 273 photographers from 63 countries. Photographs were submitted by both famous and little-known photographers. The exhibition was divided into 37 topics, which addressed birth, love, and joy, but also covered some harder issues like war and poverty and illness and death. 
According to Steichen, the exhibition represented what he called the culmination of his career, uh, happening as it did when he was in his 70s. Among the better-known photographers whose work was shown in the exhibition were Dorothea Lange, Robert Capra, uh, Henri Cartier-Bresson, Jack Delano, Margaret Bourke-White, Esther Boobly, Bert Hardy, Edward Weston, Matthew Brady, Wayne Miller, Eva Arnold, Irving Penn, Alfred Eisenstadt, Bill Brandt, Russell Lee, uh, Ben Shahn, and a host of others. Mentioning uh, Dorothea Lange, Steichen enlisted the support of his friend Lange, the great FSA photographer with whom podcast listeners should certainly be, f- be familiar. Lange wrote a letter to her peers in 1953, what she called, quote, a summons to photographers all over the world, end quote. And she told her friends that the exhibition would, quote, show man to man across the world. Here we hope to reveal by visual images man's dreams and aspirations, his strength, his despair under evil. If photography can bring these things to life, this exhibition will be created in a spirit of passionate and devoted faith in man. Nothing short of that will do. End quote. Not only was the exhibition uh, mounted in all of those different venues and also turned into a book, but even Life magazine uh, featured the exhibition in a photo essay which selected 20 images from the show under the title Common Bonds of Man. It's also interesting to note that the entire Family of Man exhibition can now be seen here in 2015 in its entirety, installed as it was at MoMA in 1955 at a gallery in Luxembourg. And I'll link to the site for that show uh, on the webpage, uh, photohistory.jeffcurdo.com, the podcast webpage. Again, Steichen's intention was to use photography a medium that he considered a universal language, to show the universality of the human experience, what Steichen called, quote, the essential oneness of mankind throughout the world. Steichen's hope was for man to share a common humanity and ignore national boundaries. But we'll remember that in 1955, we were uh, a decade into the Cold War and a strong anti-communist sentiment uh, pervaded in America. And while the exhibition did in fact contain photographs of people from all over the world, it also later came under fire for being an Americanized version of the world, overlaying middle-class American values, nuclear families, and an overall sense of homogeneity on photographs that still showed dozens of other cultures and peoples. And many have claimed that the exhibition endorses and reinforces racial, sexual, and political repression that existed in America in the 1950s. And it's possible that this is true, and looking at the photographs in the book certainly shows us a dated view of the world. Uh, I came across a wonderful and thought-provoking essay by Fred Turner. Uh, Professor Turner is associate professor in the Department of Communication at Stanford University. And in his essay, Turner takes this notion and examines it a lot more completely than I can here. I'll link to Professor's Turner's, Professor Turner's essay, which is entitled The Family of Man and the Politics of Attention in Cold War America on the webpage. So you'll be able to uh, download and read that, uh, that piece. It's a really excellent piece. I'd strongly encourage you to read it. Very interesting. Uh, 
Turner writes in his essay, I want to scrape away several decades worth of critical disdain and illuminate a deeply democratic, even utopian impulse that drove the show and much of its early audience response to it. I particularly want to revisit the anti-authoritarian politics behind the show's design and the modes of attention it solicited from visitors. He goes on to say, Quote, to revisit the family of man is to glimpse a holistic, individualistic, utopian vision that would animate the countercultural outbursts to come. At the same time, it is to remember that the mid-century effort to celebrate individual difference and to make it the basis of national unity also helped pioneer postmodern modes of mediated authority. In that sense, and this is still Professor Turner, in that sense, revisiting the family of man provides more than a new view of American culture in the early Cold War. It also offers us a glimpse of the political and historical contradictions behind the image world that we inhabit today. End quote. So that is the, the end of uh, Professor Fred Turner's uh, uh, comments or quotes from his essay. And really, that's the question I'd like to leave you with. In our contemporary world of billions of images, images that are coming at us every second, can photographs have the same impact that Steichen envisioned for his Family of Man exhibition? Would an exhibition of images of the oneness of the world that we inhabit here in the 21st century have any effect on the way we regard one another as humans? So I'll leave you with that, and thank you for joining me on this episode of the History of Photography podcast. I'll see you next time. Don't forget to check out the History of Photography class sessions available on the web at photohistory.jeffcurto.com or in the podcast feed. And while you're on the web, take a look at my other podcast, cameraposition.com, a podcast about the creative side of photography.